0: Welcome to Teacher and Zion Podcast. Welcome to Teacher and Zion Podcast. This is Doug Hatton. And today uh, I just want to talk about, well, something that's been on my mind and heart for a while. Um, The Lord put something on my heart in 2020 was an idea, a gathering of a people coming together with one heart and one mind. And their unity was not uh, according to a creed or centered around a leader or an earthly organization. Instead, their unity came by way of Christ alone, according to the workings of the Holy Spirit. Is that a lofty goal? If so, isn't it the one that the Lord himself put before us? in his gospel message. I've come to understand through the experience of participating in various attempts to to unify the saints over the years that we must be willing to set aside the things of men that that divide us. Whether it be our own pet doctrines or opinions or the traditions of our institutional background, we must instead focus on Christ. We can unify in the desire to seek his face and come up to higher ground. When we seek to compel one another to no other doctrine than the doctrine of Christ as Jesus outlines it in the New Testament and in 3rd Nephi, Nephi wrote that he delighted in plainness and that God does as well. It is men who complicate and rest his word to their destruction. The Book of Mormon was written in such a plain manner that we do not need to try to read anything into those words, potentially making them appear to say something that is not in them. The record was written, preserved, and brought forth in such a manner as to be plain and precious. So if we would but take the words written therein even as a child would and simply believe what they are plainly saying without applying some interpretation to them to fit our preconceived notions or our theories then we will know the truth and the truth will set us free i had a dream where the spirit showed me what could happen at such a gathering or gatherings in the future The vision of it was so beautiful but the only question left on my mind was when should this happen and where the timing of it did not appear to be right see at the time it was first impressed upon my mind you know everything was shut down in 2020 and that time seemed to be ordained as a season of preparation for God's people We needed that time to search things out, search out the truth, and it was a time of awakening. Previous to this, back in 2019, while in a prayer meeting with other worshipers in a small apartment, the Spirit imparted a word to me regarding the coming prophesied revival. I was told that it would begin with true worship when we learned how to worship in spirit and truth what can be more true than christ himself and his plain and precious gospel his plain and precious doctrine surely if we gather together to seek him rather than some man or an institution the spirit of god would be there to pour out a blessing recently i began to feel the pull of the Holy Spirit once more, placing that idea of a gathering upon my heart. I began to feel that the timing may be right. As I began to ponder it, it dawned upon me that, as a current pastor of a congregation with a sufficiently large building, but with a small, dedicated group of people who are desirous to draw closer to the Lord, perhaps the question of where had been answered. And that is when the notion of setting a date this summer, possibly end of June, just entered my mind and it felt right. I shared this possibility with my congregation just this last Sunday, and everyone seemed excited about the idea. I just want to explain to you um, the congregation where I pastor currently, we're a very small remnant of an organization that's called Church of Christ Restored, which has greatly diminished over the years. In fact, for a time, I really did think that the organization itself was a thing of the past. And this because most of its members had joined with another organization. But the Lord saw fit to correct me in this understanding And he told me that he had not yet released me from my obligation to these people and that this church had yet one more thing to do i've been praying about what that is perhaps this is it perhaps the final act of this church is to join the greater body of christ Built into the bylaws of this institution are words that actually acknowledge that this church organization was just a small part of the greater body of Christ. And so it is. As an institution, we have been greatly humbled over the years. We know that we are nothing that people would be drawn to. But if we can cling to the truth that if our only desire is for jesus then perhaps we can be a part of a greater move of god to gather his elect unto himself that we can be a part of that even of a small part this gathering that's been in my mind and my heart or a weekend retreat, perhaps we'd call it, but it cannot be about fulfilling our own needs as a congregation. As a small congregation, meeting with and worshiping with other like-minded souls would be a tremendous blessing. Our building must become neutral ground in terms of denominational boundaries, a place for all people, regardless of their institutional background all those that are desirous to be free of dead religion and seek to come more fully unto Christ. The gathering would need to be dedicated to the Lord entirely and our desire to meet with him and also to grow in his love and to grow in our love for one another. We have a long ways to go in that but I believe this is the time we can begin. Might there be a call to higher ground, a word given at this meeting to inspire or to to lay out a vision as the Lord has revealed it in his scriptures? Possibly. But principally, this must be a gathering where the spirit is allowed to move freely among us, where we can move under the inspiration of the Holy One to bless and edify one another, it must be about worship. I'm sending out a call for musicians and singers, men and women who can lead us in song and in praise, not only hymns, but in worship designed to please the Father and give praise to God As the Spirit moves upon us bring your instruments be ready to raise your voice and praise the one who made us this would be a gathering of people being awakened by God to a sense of our awful situation that we need Jesus to set us free and to lead us to higher ground it is a call for us to transition from the church age to the kingdom age. What is the church age? The church age represents an era when the church or denominationalism has taken precedence over Jesus Christ and his kingdom. It is when God's people are bound by tradition and miss out on the real fullness of what Jesus has given us through the gift of the Holy Ghost. It is an era where religion is king. It is an era marked by pride, arrogance, and presumption. It is a condition whereby those who are blind say they see and think they know and understand. What is the Kingdom Age? The Kingdom Age represents an era where the Kingdom of Jesus Christ takes precedence over denominationalism. It is when God's people begin to get free of the traditions of men and inherit the fullness they can only come by faith through the promise of the Holy Ghost, including the workings of the gifts of the Spirit. It is when the living Christ truly begins to reign in our hearts as King It is an era marked by humility, patience, and power. It is a condition whereby those who once thought they understood properly recognize their own blindness and confess that they see only in part that what God is doing is far bigger than any one denomination or group of people. It is when people begin to leave dead religion for relationship with God, being delivered from a host of evil spirits and influences that have kept them in bondage to sin. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them in power. It is a call to come out of her my people to forsake the ways of the world and the traditions of men it is a call for us to gather not to an institution or a man but to the Good Shepherd and acknowledge that Christ alone is the head of his church which is a spiritual entity That knows no denominational boundaries being composed of all those people everywhere who meet the criteria as outlined by jesus himself in the bible and in the book of mormon we haven't yet even begun to plan this thing but whatever planning will be done principally it would be for the sake of getting the building ready to receive people or figuring out meals And that type of thing. It is our desire that the Holy Spirit would direct us in all of our doings. The evenings would be devoted to worship, and we are also talking about possibly having a campfire for children or all those adults with a young heart. The afternoons would be a good opportunity, perhaps, to discuss and share our testimonies about what God is doing and also to go to him in prayer, asking him for, for greater understanding that we might be prepared and ready to go to work alongside him in the great last harvest. I am tentatively setting the date for this gathering, the weekend of June 24th. So take a look at your calendars I'm not sure if that's going to be the date yet or not, but hopefully we can settle down for sure and know precisely the date. That's what we're looking at right now, June 24th, that weekend. I know there are many of you I haven't met yet, Uh, many that listen to the podcast. There are other podcasters and other voices out there who have spoken to what the Lord is doing And what is coming is like a tsunami wave. The Spirit has receded from many of our dead works and the doings of the various churches, and it just isn't in them anymore. But when the waters recede out and we begin to see a dry period spiritually, that is when we know the tsunami wave is coming. And it's God's tsunami wave. For those who are adhering to their dead religion and their ways, it may be a fearful thing. But for those of us who have desired to taste of the, the living waters and to have that refreshing come, it is a revival. It is, it is a move of God that will sweep up all those who desire Him and carry them forth And in the wake of this mighty move of God, the destruction of all those traditions of men, where the power of heaven stand as a witness against all the works of men. I want to talk with these things with you. I want to hear from you. I want to spend time with you. I want to get to know you. I want to worship with you side by side. Is it possible that all these people coming together from different backgrounds that we might commune with the Lord and partake of the the bread of his body and the wine of his blood That we might remember him is that something that's possible I think it is I think the Lord could lead us there can we come to the point where we acknowledge that despite the differences in our background the ways that we have been taught—that if we truly love the Lord with all our heart, that if we truly adhere to His doctrine and His gospel, as taught to us in the Bible and the Book of Mormon—that that we are one church, that we're one body, one baptism, one faith, one Shepherd that we gather to. This is the. This is the vision that excites my mind and my heart and my spirit to see God's people come together to seek his face, to seek him that he might bless us, that he might draw us together, that he may unify us and pour out his spirit upon us. So if that excites you, I invite you. We'll be talking about this off and on as as a podcast come out from week to week. And uh, on the Hope of Zion site, uh, we'll put out some information. And uh, probably what we need to do is all those who are interested and, and really feel like they want to come, at some point we just need to get a tally of who's coming and how many and um, so we have an idea so we can take care of the needs of everyone. Um, you can send an email to teacher at gmail.com. If you are interested in thinking you're coming, uh, let us know how many are coming and where you're coming from. And if you haven't introduced yourself before, uh, you know, let's talk. Uh, let me know something about you. And, uh, we'll set those emails aside so we have a a tally of who's coming and we'll continue to talk about this over the next uh, month or so or two months um give me your thoughts on what you think how do you feel about that go to the lord and ask him what he thinks whether you're coming from the east coast or the west coast or right here in missouri um, our church is located uh, About 35 minutes southeast of Independence, Missouri, Uh, right along Highway 50. It's about 20 miles east of Lee Summit, uh, 20 miles uh, west of Warrensburg, Missouri, in case you need to find a hotel. Um, We'll talk on this more. Until next time, God bless.